topic today, since this, this six parsha, Pinchas, goes through all of the karbonas, which are specific to the various Yom Tovim, Shabbos and Yom Tovim, Rosh Chodesh Yom Tovim, and Chazal, correspondingly to that, introduced a tefillah called Tefillah's Musaf for Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, and Yom Tov to correspond to those karbonas. So let's talk about some of the lachas of, of Tefillah's Musaf. So, um, the proper time to daven Musaf, there's on Rosh Hashanah, and this is a mistake some people make, the, the Zaman of a Karban Musaf represents the Zaman of the of, uh, of Din, and therefore it's preferable not to call the Din too early so we don't daven the Karban Tefillah's Musaf before three hours into the day. That doesn't apply to any other any other Shabbos or Yom Tov. So there's no limitation about how early you could daven Musaf, as long as it's after the Zman, which you have a lot of daven, davening, you could daven Musaf as well. So as soon as you finish Shacharis, a person could daven Musaf. On the other end, it is preferable that a person should finish Musaf, should daven Musaf before six and a half hours on the day, which is the time for Mincha. Preferably, a person should, should daven Musaf before that time. And at least, for sure, before seven hours in the day. So the, the tour brings from the rush, that the rush, if the situation would be that they would only get to Musaf after seven hours, he would step aside and daven Musaf by himself without the Sibur, in order not to daven Musaf after seven hours. Um, this is because there's no clerks in the Gemara exactly how long does this amount of Musaf. We pass on that Musaf can be said the whole day, but there's an opinion in the Gemara that Musaf can only be said until seven hours. So because it is a Mokhlechus and the Gomorrah, we want to try and fulfill both opinions. So he was my with not to go after seven hours. I'll get back to the situation. If that situation does arise, see, then you have an interesting question of what takes precedence in order, Mincha versus Musa. We'll get back to that. Um, Zmanfer Mincha starts after... Six and, six and a half hours. I understand. Okay. Is that also partly why they strongly encourage people to die in it before? Because then you don't have to get into that. Correct. Now, um, interesting question which comes up on Shabbos. The luck is that a person not allowed to eat before Shabbos. Before Shabbos, the more says that until you present yourself to your Creator, you should not be indulging yourself by eating and drinking. It's like... It's sort of like, you know, the, the person feels like, my, my, I go first. Well, first thing that goes first is saying hello to your creator, and then you can, then you can take care of your needs. Um, maybe for a different show, we'll talk about what is permitted, you know, the straight halacha permits drinking water. Nowadays, place can more make to drink coffee. The Chavaz Chaim says you, should, you can drink coffee, but without milk or without sugar. Person nowadays say maybe we're such wimps that we can't handle the coffee without the milk and without the sugar. But um, and since it helps for the person, dominating, we can have a different different conversation. So on Shabbos, so if the if a person wants to drink before Shacharis, you cannot drink before Kiddush, even water. But it's only once it's time for Kiddush. So when it's time for Kiddush, when it's time to make you be able to make a meal, because Kiddush is connected to the idea of a meal. So before Shacharis, you can't eat. So there's no dinner kiddush yet, so you can take a drink. If a person finishes shacharis and now it's before Musaf. So what's the status of that that stage? Is that called zman? Is it a time of the meal yet, which would then allow, allow uh, create the responsibility for a person to make kiddush? 
or not. So this actually is a machlokes. Whether after Shachris, before Musaf, there is a mitzvah, there's a din of Kiddush. So after Shachris, I eat Adam Shachris. I'm allowed, theoretically, now I'm allowed to eat or drink because I, I have spoken to my Creator. There's a new halacha, which is a person that before a person davens any tefillah, we're afraid that you'll get too involved and, you, and you'll get distracted. So we say, you know what, there's a limit. You're allowed to eat, but limited. But maybe that, that I'm, allowed, I'm allowed to eat in a limited way should be problematic. Um, it should be a question whether I need kiddush or not. Maybe you'll say it's not the time for a meal yet because you can't eat a full meal. So I can't make, I have no chi of kiddush. Or since I can eat something, there is a din kiddush. So we pass in there is a din kiddush after Shabbos before Muslim. However, some Zalman points out that since there, there are many, there are many opinions which hold that there's no din of kiddush now. So that means not only is there no din of kiddush, that means you're not yotzei kiddush. So a person who does make kiddush before Musaf should make it a point later on when he does eat his meal to make kiddush again. So let me just ask a question here. Yeah. of not eating only press shacharis and not musaf. Well, actually, there are two two layers. Yeah. Okay. What would stop you from making kiddush before musaf and eating a full meal and then davening musaf? Okay, so that's a fair question. So let, 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 let me let me let me restate that. There are two different halachas about not eating before davening. There's a general halakha which we have before any mitzvah that you do you should, we don't want you getting involved in a meal because you're afraid you're going to get involved in a meal and forget to do the mitzvah so that applies to putting out the fill-in applies to putting taking your lulav blowing shofar etc that's one area of halakha and there's a second halakha specifically in regards to davening chakras in the morning that we said it's, it's, in, in, it's insulting as it were to Hashem that the first thing you're doing in the morning is not to, speaking to your creator you're busy in eating you're taking care of your own physical needs the difference between the two is the, the first halacha, which allows us to eat a minim, minimal amount of food. It does not prohibit any food at all. It just says you can't have a meal. The second halacha prohibits any type of eating at all. So before I, I person daven, there was no lulub in the shul. His, his lulub was puzzled. Daven chakras, he daven musaf, he came home, and somebody's bringing him a lulub. So he can eat, take a snack before before the lulav comes. He can't eat a meal. He can take a snack. But before shachris, you can't eat anything at all. So before shachris, I can't eat anything at all. Before musaf, I I have the other halacha that I can't get involved in a meal before I'm doing my mitzvah musaf. So what I am allowed to do is eat. I can I can eat paris. I can eat um, non-mazonos type of things. I can eat some a piece of fish, a piece of meat, something of that sort. I can eat a limited amount of mazonas or bread, a limited amount the size of a kebeya, not more, which is what one slice of bread, not more than that. Um, and um, so I am allowed to eat something. So so that, that's a very small meal. It's not really your regular Shabbos meal, so that's the question. So it's not really the time for the meal yet. Because so it's you did musaf later, as long as it's before 
uh, six and a half hours, you shouldn't have a full meal. Right, you can't have a meal, full meal over there. But you can eat as long as it's, it's not too much mazonos or mozi. Right, you could have some. So theoretically, a person can fill himself up on some, on some, on some apples. That's, that's fine. Or you could go to a, a kiddush that was sponsored in a shul and end up in Mincha Musaf later. Right, so, so the kiddush, but the, the kiddush, but you would limit the amount. So this is a very common issue which people have. Let's say some shuls have kiddush before some yeshivas is more common actually. Have you have kiddush before Tzikiyashar for Rosh Hashanah? So you're allowed to make kiddush then, but you, you have a minimum amount you're allowed to eat. You're allowed to eat before doing a mitzvah or before Muslim. So you can eat something, but you can't. You have a limit the amount that you're, like, you're supposed to eat. But then you have to make kiddush again because there's shittas that say that you're not yoti when you correct. So when you go home later on and you have your meal after Musaf, you have a full meal, then you should make Kiddush again because according to one opinion, one one of the two opinions, that wasn't Kiddush what you said work because you had no key of Kiddush yet. What about like women who just daven chakras but they don't daven Musaf and they make Kiddush before their husbands get home in order to eat? Okay, so so again, so they, they, they should make Kiddush because we, we pass in Mikra then there's then Kiddush. Rebosh is interesting, Shubo. Okay. Brand us back in. Yeah. So, okay, so, so, so that's the issue of eating before Muslim. Um, the halach is that a person who is who, who's a uh, not feeling well, he's a weak, you know, is a person weak weak constitution, is allowed to eat. Is allowed to eat. Um, um, the beer halacha there, however, it does raise the question. Maybe it's better you should daven Musaf by yourself and not the tzibur in order to not eat before Muslim. So he's he's grappling with what's better, the advantage of tefillah with tzibur or davening, uh, not eating before before Muslim. So he's not sure what to do with that situation. Now, women, it's interesting question in regards to women in general. Are women chayiv in tefillah Muslim? This is actually Mechlokas, whether women are chayiv in davening Muslim. Everybody agrees that, that even if they're not chayiv, they're allowed to daven Muslim. Okay. Um, now, in regards to a woman making Kiddush... Why would, why would women not be chayiv in Muslim? Because it's, 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 the, the, the reason why women are chayiv in, in Tefillah, the Morris says, even though it's a Mitzvah Heshaz Mandrama, is because since it's Rachamim, mm-hmm. the purpose is to, 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 to be Rakesh Rachamim, women also need Rachamim. Since most of the purpose of Musaf is not as a tefillah of Rachamim, the purpose of Musaf is just to be a, a, a tefillah corresponding to the special korban. It's not a tefillah of Rachamim. So you go back to the regular rules. It's Mitzvah Seishas Lagroma, women should be positive. But there are lots of bakashas we have. Right, but the primary purpose of the, of the, the tefillah is not the bakasha, is to, in other words, because Allah is, we'll get to the person, what's the minimum amount you have to say in Musaf to be to be to Musaf? But Rosh has interesting tshuva. And Rosh differentiates between a married woman and a single woman. He says, in regards to Shabbos, or Yom Tov, in regards to making Kiddush, so the law is, the key of Kiddush only, again, kicks in once it's a time for a meal. There's not the Zaman of the Surah yet, there's no Din Kiddush. That's why drinking, you can't drink before Kiddush, even water. But before davening, you're allowed to drink because not the time of Kiddush yet, because it's not the time of the meal yet. So you're allowed to have a drink before davening, not a problem. Um, when is his man suda for a woman? <coughs> so logic should be she daven chakras. She fulfilled her obligation to daven, whatever, whatever. However, she fulfills her obligation to daven chakras. She's done that, and now she's daven. Let's say so. If she plans to daven Muslim, so maybe wait till after Muslim. But she doesn't plan to daven Muslim, so she's done. On the other hand, her husband hasn't isn't ready to eat the meal yet because he's still davening Muslim. 
but he's still davening shachris in the shul, right? And she's not going to eat without her husband. So do we say argue that since luckily she's allowed to have a meal now, so she has a few kiddush, or since the, the appropriate way for her to eat is together with her husband, and she's not going to do that until the husband reaches his stage where he could make him have a meal. So Marcia says that she does not have it in Suda yet because she's not getting her meal without her husband. Therefore, she does not have a tea of kiddush yet. Because Marcia is interesting, suck. I mean, Marcia would a woman who got up early Shabbos morning. Because the kids are up, so you know, let me dive in now ready. And she wants to eat something after Shaka, she can eat without Kiddush, because it's not Smansuda yet. Um, that being said, there's not everybody agrees with the Mersha, that's why many people will make Kiddush in that situation. Again, Kiddush is not so difficult, it's not a special bracha, it's just a beer girlfriend, so you're not doing anything wrong, quote unquote. Um, but again, but that being said, it would logic would dictate that she definitely should be Yerzi Kiddush again before the real meal because according to Russia it wasn't Kiddush okay um, so how much of the going to that question how much of Musa do you have to say to be Yerzi the dinner of Musa so the question comes up of course in the situation the way the person who speak about it was that a person died in the wrong field by mistake um, in Musa so he died in Shabbos morning, and he davened, so Shabbos morning, he said, Yisuf Mersha, is my chakras. He said, Yisuf Mersha by Moshe. No, Dvaldik. He says, Makadash is Shabbos, and he realizes, says, I said the boy, Bracha, now what do I do? Right? So are you Yerzeh saying Moshe in that situation? So the law is that the, the, the Torah says that the main phrase that you have to say in Musaf is is Four words. We should make in front of you the carbon Musaf. That's what you have to say without even quoting the Pasuk. Those four words. So if you have a thought of the next paragraph, you have to say, you say those words right there. And you write some Musaf. And that's it. If you're ready to the point where it's too late to say it over there, so you have to go back to the beginning of the, of the, the middle bracha, and if you finish one Esther, you'd have to dive it over again. So it comes out that, that the the the, the, the of the Tfilis Musaf is four words. So then, if you mix up which day or which Yom Tov, if it's on Sukkot, you say Pesach or any of that, make a difference. So most Pesachim say that, yes, that that is correct, that as long as you say Nasa Vanah Karban Musaf, you're going to say, um, some get involved in the question of there's a new problem of, of, of being Dervish Gorim. You're, you're, you're saying something which is false. Uh, so you, here you have this beautiful standing in front of the king and saying false statements. So that's not a good thing to do. You don't want to come to the king and say a false statement. So he gra- grapples with um, what you with, that kind of with that issue. So that, that, that becomes the Mokhloik is what to do. But let's say, for example, a scenario which plays out Shabbos Rosh Chodesh. And the person only mentions the carbonus of Shabbos in the. Uh, he, he forgot to say the Rishkardish part. He said the, the wrong. He said instead of saying the Tariyat Sarta, he said the Tikatha Shabbos. So you're still saying the, the four words. But you still said the four words. Okay. So if you correct yourself, you realize before you said the Baracha, you go back to Tariyat Sarta. If you already said Baracha Tarashem Akadesh Shabbos, and you didn't say because you forgot that it was Rosh Kaddish. You didn't hear the clock, whatever it was. So make it in your yard say. And that's it. You don't go back. Because you said, even though in your mind you were thinking Karma Musaf, you were thinking just Shabbos, but you said the words Karma Musaf. So that is an uh, um, interesting din. So getting 
fighting that back because of the woman. So it's clearly that the, the, the Musaf is not really a Bakasha. It's not a time of Bakasha. The Ikari is just, it should be correspond to the Korban the Korba Musaf, and that's enough. Okay, um. Yeah. Uh, Minion don't start until 150. Oh, okay. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Give me a little extra time. Okay, thank you. Um. So we were talking about that, that, that you, you want the person to daven, you want the person to daven uh, Musaf before the, the before the time of Mincha. If if a person did not daven Musaf before the time of Mincha, so what's the right order? So the logic would be well, Musaf came first, so we should daven Musaf and then daven Mincha. However, we have an interesting halacha called Tadav Rishenu Tadav Tadav Kardim. So the, the that which is said more regularly has precedence. So we should argue that Mincha is said more regularly. Mincha is said every single day. Musaf is only said once a week. Um, so you should sit daven mincha before you daven musaf. So the law is b'tzibur. We always daven musaf first. We don't change the order. So if it's a tzibur which which was was late and they they're running late, a uh, common example of that would be simple Torah. You know, they they until they get to, to they have long long akafis and laning and etc. They get the musaf already. It's you know it's two o'clock. So it's time for mincha. Daven musaf first and then daven mincha afterwards. But it gets it comes to a, a an individual person. Um, the the right thing to do. So we differentiate between that um, between mincha ketana and mincha gedolah. Mincha gedolah is six and a half hours. That is the time that you could daven mincha. Mincha ketana is nine and a half hours, and that's the time that you should daven mincha. The preferred time to daven mincha is actually not mincha gedolah; it's later. So once you, you, you until you reach the time of mincha katana, the assumption of Allah is you daven musaf and then you daven mincha. Once you reach the time of mincha katana, which is the, the preferred time to daven mincha, it's actually a is what to do. And the many persons say that the correct thing to do is it daven is it daven mincha first and then musaf afterwards. We really dealt with this, but if somebody comes to shul late, it's an early minion, and they're by musaf, and he has done shachas. So you down musaf with the tzibur, have tzibur, tzibur, and then shachas afterwards. No, you down shachas first. shachas first. What's interesting though is that the poskim can say an interesting thing that he, he, the davening shachas, he fell down shachas while they're davening musaf. That's called tefillah of tzibur, mm-hmm. even though it's not the same tefillah. Uh-huh. Called tefillah of tzibur. Um, but couldn't the time for Musaf be running out when the person is after Mincha Katana and now yeah, just, I mean, I guess Katana is longer than the time for Musaf, right? So Well, no, they both have Tulshkiya tol- tol- I thought we said you shouldn't have Musaf until well, I guess that would be before Didn't we say anything? He was saying again, I'm talking about the case where you, the guy blew it already He passed seven hours, <laughs> he passed seven hours already. But that's when after that it doesn't Alright, you have to end of the day Okay right? You have to end of the day. Um, okay, moving away from Shabbos to, to Rosh Kardash, Musaf and Rosh Kardash a little bit. Um, I want to point an interesting din. So we take off the tefillin. We take off tefillin by Musaf. So why is it we take off tefillin by Musaf? So the, the reason which is given is because if you daven Musaf Svar, it makes a lot more sense. Because the kedusha which you say by Musaf is called Kesser. You start with the word Kesser, that you talk about giving a crown to Hashem. Wearing the tefillin, the tefillin is referred to as a crown. So we say we're giving the crown to Hashem, and we're wearing the, the crown ourselves. We take off the, our, our crown to give the crown to Hashem. That's why you would, the minute you take off tefillin by, by Muslim is because of Kedusha's Kasser. 
and even and we say even Ashkenazim who don't have the nusach of Kesser in their kedusha, but since the Al Pi Kabbalah it's called the Zman of Kedusha's Kesser, so you don't wear tefillin during that point in time. Uh, it doesn't mean you don't wear tefillin the rest of the day. You know, the, pe- the people who have the minute to wear tefillin the whole day, there are such people like that, will take off from Muslim and put it on afterwards. It's not you know it's not a tour for the rest of the day. It's just during act- actual tefillin Muslim you don't wear tefillin. So when's the proper time to take off the tefillin in regards to the the the, the, the uh, Musaf? So we say a Kaddish before Musaf. So the Kaddish before Musaf is supposed to be an introduction to Musaf. And therefore it's, it's improper to, to interrupt between the Kaddish and, and Davening. An example where you see this is actually uh, is by is by, by Mincha and Shabbos. So we Mincha Shabbos we say Ashrei, we say Uvalatiyah, we say Kaddish. We say the pasuk and then we take off the sefer Torah and we lay. Let's say there's no sefer Torah. The Dominic Shabbos, Shabbos Menachah, there's no sefer Torah. When do you say Anisa Filasi? The law is you say it before Kaddish, because you should not interrupt between the Kaddish, which is going to be the introduction to Shmon Esrei and Shmon Esrei. There should not be any interruption between the Kaddish and the Daven. So you take that pasuk of Anisa Filasi and you move it before Kaddish. That's all of it. So that's where you see this concept of not interrupting. So we get to Musaf by Barash Khan, you say, well, you know, I can't interrupt, so I should take a film beforehand. The other hand, there's many, many sources which say that we should wear the tefillin until until that cottage. So there are, are one minute to take it off beforehand, one minute is to loosen the tefillin beforehand and take it off afterwards as quickly as possible, not to, not to, to minimize any interruption and to not speak during that point in time. That's where Rabbi Enam was very mocked with that nobody should be speaking during that time. It's because of that Allah that you're not supposed to interrupt between the Kaddish and um, so that's how you see some people will take off their tefillin. Even normally they're mocked with the take off tefillin. It's interesting Allah by tefillin. You take off the Shalrosh, Mishra brings down, you should not take, take off the Shalyad before you put away the Shalrosh. You should take off the Shalrosh, wrap it up and put it away. And then take off the Shalyad. You shouldn't take off both and then wrap them. That's the Mishra says. But by, in this situation, that's what people do. They take off both and they don't, they don't wrap them. Why? Because you're supposed to minimize that interruption. So you have the Mishabur on one side is saying no interruption. Mishabur on the other side is saying wrap your, your shal rush before you put on, before you take your, your shayat. So we have this conflict. That's why you have different menhagim what to do. But that's the issue. Um, the person is davening Musaf or Shkadish and he starts he makes a mistake. He starts out the and Lodam das. So you interrupt immediately. You don't finish off the bracha. There's no union on Shabbos. The person starts out the and he finishes off the bracha. The person davening regular not Musaf. The person's davening Maru, Shachar, Semincha by on Shabbos, and he says the bracha atachaynin. He finishes the bracha. He said atachaynin and he said atachaynin adoas, and he gets the next bracha and he forgets, still forget he still forgot the Shabbos. So he starts the next bracha. He finishes up that bracha. So you finally realize, you know, somewhere in the Malshinim, Atehisikva, say, what am I doing? It's Shabbos. So you finish up the bracha Malshinim. You say the bracha and then you start Shabbos by by Musaf Shabbos and by Musaf Rosh That's not true. As soon as you, you realize your mistake, you stop. Even though we be in the middle of a brush. Um, okay, we talk, talk about that. Um, okay. Um, the the minute is to say on Yom Tov. Okay, very good. 